Hey there, I'm Coach Michael Burt, the super coach. Natalie Burt, super wife. Today we're talking Living with the Monster. That's Natalie's new book that we have out, a new podcast we have out every single month. We just came off an incredible retreat with Tim Grover on his book, Relentless. Mm -hmm. We were talking yesterday, what would be a great topic for today's Living with the Monster? And, And I said, just like this, how to be a relentless couple. And we got some big takeaways from the Relentless Conference that we're going to be talking about today. So yes. thank you for joining us on Facebook. We're talking Living with the Monster, How to Be a Relentless Couple. It can't be easy living with a monster, but to have an extraordinary life, married couples have to rid themselves of doing ordinary things. Coach and Natalie Bird believe it takes a full commitment rowing in the same direction in order to stay dynamic continually push each other to live a monster life. This is Living with a Monster with Coach and Natalie Burt. Hey, welcome back. Living with a Monster. What a weekend we just had. Oh, that was amazing. With one amazing person, Tim Grover, who wrote the book Relentless. The 13, the Relentless 13. Obviously, Michael Jordan's personal coach, Kobe Bryant's Dwayne Wade. And there were so many emotions. There were so many feelings. There were so many uh, takeaways. There were so many breakthroughs, couple breakdowns, which is a part of, which is a part yes. of this whole cycle. So yesterday we were discussing this. How do we, how do we share this with other people? And not just as, t- because there was a big takeaway for me. I think for the most part, people that are out there uh, that are watching this, I think I'm a relentless person. I think I have tempered some of my relentlessness. Just because to, 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 I don't want to say be nice, but to help people work through it, you know, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. And the biggest thing I took away is, A, if you're a relentless person and you own a company, what you want is you want your team to be relentless. Mm-hmm. You want your team to have a deep desire and hunger. And then let's take it one step further. You want your partner to be relentless. Because right. I can see a lot of problems if one person is relentless and the other person is not. So today we're going to break down this concept for all the people that are watching us uh, from a couple's perspective. How, how do you build right. a relentless couple? How do you become a relentless couple? It's not unpartnered growth. We talk about some more things. So let's start off. Big takeaways. Go ahead. So the first point um, at the retreat was what do you value? Um First, he had us list things that we valued, and after hearing the responses of people, no one said themselves. That's right. It was health or family or friends, um, but no one said, I value myself. And Tim's point was, if you don't value you, how can I value you? So that was my biggest takeaway. Yeah. The, fir- the first sale you got to make every day is to your own self. Like, your partner's not going to respect you. When you're coming from an insecure position all the time because you don't value you. The first sale you got to make is to your own self. You hear me talk about you can't give away what you don't possess. You can't give energy if you don't have energy. You can't give knowledge if you don't have knowledge. You can't give skill if you don't have skill. Like like the first sale you got to make is to you. So most people don't say that because they're thinking, well, I'll be selfish if if I value other people more than I value myself. Here's what I would tell you. you got to learn to make the backstage sale. 
which is to yourself, your time, your energy, your thing. So number one, what do you value? And some examples that he put in there is ways to get to 10. He went around the group and he basically asked every person, how do they get to 10? Mm -hmm. Tell me how you get to 10. Okay, some people said 8 plus 2, some people said 5 plus 5, some people said 100 minus 95. Uh, No, that's not right, I'm 100 (laughs) minus 90. (laughs) How do you get to 10? Here's the point. There's a lot of different ways to get to 10. Now let me tell you what I mean by that. In our marriage, uh, we're very different in how we accomplish something. Right. I'm do it. I had a thought. I'm on it right now. I'm taking action on it. Mm-hmm. She takes an assignment and she thinks through it. She plans it out. It's on a priority list. In my she mind. structures it in a priority. <laughs> now listen, it ain't a priority list on her iPad. It's in a priority in list mind. in her mind. Now, because the way I think, I'm like, man, when is she going to get to doing that? Because to me, it's like, boom, take action. Like I had a thought, I'm going to present an idea, I'm going to move something forward. She gets to her 10 in a very different way, very methodical. It's not slow, but here's the point. I'll forget exactly about a project that she's working on, only to come back to find out that project is is finished. It just don't happen the same way I would do it. So his point when it comes to a relentless couple is actually understanding that. Actually understanding that we don't all get to 10 the same way. And that no way is wrong. Now, right? no, yeah, yeah, no way's wrong as long as you get there. He talked right. about the difference between Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. He said Kobe Bryant wanted to know every single thing they were going to do in a workout. He wanted to know how to do it. He wanted to know everything. He said Michael Jordan just said, hey, work me out. I don't need to know all the details. Mm-hmm. That's a difference in personality types. Now, you also wrote down as a couple, okay, one of the things when we talk about what do you value, mm-hmm. we, we value intentional congruence. Mm-hmm. Now, what does that mean? Intentional congruence is where all parts of your life feed all parts of your life. Mm-hmm. It's basically where your work feeds your play, feeds your pleasure, feeds your avocation, feeds your vocation. It is not segmented out. Now, talk to them a little bit about what that means to us right now in our life. Because here's the big rub. I got big ambitions. Okay, I'm the monster. I want to go global. Okay, like Pitbull. I want to be Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> But I can't, I can't just stay in Murfreesboro and be Mr. Global, which means I got to travel amongst the universe, which means who's going to take care of our daughter? How do we include her? How do we do this? So talk about this concept of intentional congruence. Um, well, the first point I want to make is, um, you know, at this retreat this weekend, my, my job or my passion is to love on everyone through food and entertaining. Mm-hmm. That's where my cup is full. That's where I feel fulfilled. Um, so that is my part and my piece to this pie. Yes. Bringing that. Um, as far as our family, um, we spent a lot of time at the end of last year talking about what, what things we want to do different and taking Ella Grace with us or having her present with us is very important to us. So you may see her in class, you may see her at the lodge. But that is just, I think it's very important for her to see what we do, not just mom and dad are at work all day and now we're home and everything's separate. Like, I feel like we, we do this as a family, not just, um, just you and I. You know, that's part yep. of our intentional congruence is including her. She loves to help me set up trays or uh, do things like that. So um, we just get her involved. You now, know? here's the first thing people are going to say. Oh, we can't do that. Oh, she can't travel with us because she's going to miss school. Like this concept of being relentless is is whatever it takes, man. 
whatever it takes to be able to spend time with our daughter and make it work together, whatever it takes. If that means putting her on the private plane with us, that means hiring a nanny. If that means hiring somebody to teach her a tutor, that means online programming. That's what that that's what I was in the back writing about. If we believe in intentional congruence, then all parts of our life feeding all parts right. of our life. We got to include her in everything. We can't just take the traditional mindset of, well, she right. goes to school. She can't miss any school. What's she going to learn? She's going to learn more out there in the world and the universe interacting right. with successful exactly. people. Is she going to learn more at school? And I love my daughter's school, by the way. Yes. Okay. And they're on my own on a kids academy. So I'm not saying anything negative about them. I'm just saying you got to make a decision for whatever it takes. You got to quit feeding yourself these excuses that it ain't going to work. Now, one thing I'm going to go to a break is you wrote down, I wrote down the concept of commitment versus obligation. When you value mm-hmm. something and I'm, I'm, I'm bad about this because I commit to a lot of things without thinking through those things. What here's, here's the concept. Your obligation to somebody else can't be greater than your obligation to yourself. Right. And there's a difference between commitment and obligation. Sometimes we obligate ourselves to things we don't need to be doing. But guess what? We're right. not committed. Mm-hmm. We're obligated. And in right. my, my phrase, obligation, Kevin Brown, is just when you commit to something, is when you obligate yourself to something in which your heart's not included in. Mm-hmm. You really don't care if it's successful or not. You're obligated to doing it. Okay? So the first big lesson in this session, then we're going to take a break. What do you value? Okay? How do you get to 10? And your obligation to somebody else can't be greater than your obligation to yourself. Right. When we come back in a second segment, we're going to talk about mental evolution. What, is, what does Tim Grover mean by mental evolution? And when we were talking about this, I thought of some big things of mental evolution that we've experienced in our life. Some big mental evolutions that yes. you've had and some big ones that I've had. You're watching Living with the Monster Live from the Greatness Factory. I'm Coach Michael Burt, and that's Natalie Burt. Hi, I'm Coach Michael Burt, and we created a concept called the Greatness Factory for Kids, a monster kids division of Michael Burt Enterprises. And the reason we did that is because we know what adults don't have today that we want to solve in children for tomorrow. What if you could future-proof your child from failing? What if you could teach them a competitive intelligence to thrive in a modern and competitive world? What if you could teach them confidence and how to walk into a room and how to bounce back when they get knocked down and how to work interdependent with other people and how to come with batteries included? See, we want to future-proof kids from winning. Go to greatnessfactoryforkids.com and learn more about what we're doing to build monster kids. Welcome back to Living with the Monster. This podcast is based on a book that Natalie Burt wrote about how do you live with an obsessed and driven person? How do you thrive in partnership? Uh, if you're just tuning into the show, and many of you are, we came off a weekend this weekend with uh, Tim Grover, who wrote the book Relentless, best-selling author, former championship coach to um, Michael Jordan, Tim Story, and man, he's a tough dude. But he's also a very sensitive dude to people. And he had so many big takeaways. You know, on Saturday, he had every person get up and talk about one thing in their past that nobody knew. Man, you should have heard some of these things. She even gave one that I didn't even know about her. So when you think about it, you know, it's just it's just all these breakthrough moments that we had. So 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 we're talking about right here. We talked about in the the first segment. What do you value? Okay, what do you value? how do you get yourself to 10 and different people get there? As a couple, what's the difference between commitment and obligation? Now we're talking about mental evolution. And we think about mental evolution, 
when you asked me yesterday about this, I thought about these things. Number one, exposure mm -hmm. to bigger things. If you want a person to evolve, you got to expose them to much bigger things. You got to get them around other people. Talk to the, talk to the people that are watching us about how that's happened with you personally. Oh, that was a game changer for me just to get around other couples that were doing big things together. Um, really opened up my mind to the potential of what our marriage could be mm -hmm. versus me just sitting on the sidelines and watching all the time. So, so most people in some marriages, there's a mover and shaker and there's another person who's kind of tagging along or back at the house or watching the kids, whatever the case may be. And the very first thing that I did is I had Natalie go with me to a conference where there were power couples there and she got to observe. Now, don't miss this. Too many people miss this concept. The first step to mastering anything is observation. It's watching. How do they interact? How do they build a business together? Yes. How do they associate? How do they handle their kids? What do they do? The first step, but, but to do this, you got to have a curiosity. Too many people have these dormant personalities. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to go to that conference. I don't want to be involved in this. I don't want to do this. And that, right. that dormant mindset really prohibits you from going to another level. It, there is no mental evolution at that point. Right. There's no growth. Mm -hmm. There's no improvement. There's no expansion, right? Now, one of the things he had us do as part of that experience is he had us delete contacts from our phone. So he had us pull our phone up, mm -hmm. and he said, go through this phone and delete one person that doesn't deserve to be in here. And I just remember the statement he said. He said, you only get one life. Mm. Why would you share it with people that don't deserve to share it with you? Now, here's what's funny. I could have deleted 500 contacts out of my phone because yes. <laughs> there was all kinds of people like delete, 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 no value, don't care, not involved. Right. So so one of the things he talked about was deleting contacts. What's that? Ben Wilson, Cameron Bailey, Ginger Stead, Christy Morgan, Robert Bean, Rebecca Cumming. So when you think about this, what did that what did that do for you? Because we're talking about mental evolution in a relationship. How do you be a relentless couple? What, 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 when, when he had you to delete the phone, the phone numbers, what did that mean to you? Um, that was like a release almost. You know, it's like you're carrying this burden for and for what reason? You know, they, because they ain't showing any right engagement. People you haven't talked to in years. People you haven't you talked know. to. People don't care about you. Right. So I could go through my Facebook friends and delete a thousand people. I'm telling you, there's. I looked last night. There's 945 people trying to be my friend right now on Facebook. They can't get in. Because I got five thousand friends, but here's the deal: if maybe. I if if You're I a person of interest, if, maybe. it's tough being a person of interest. But but here's the deal: if I went through there and checked off, like like he said, delete people that don't care, don't engage. Mm -hmm. I specifically love the people that never engage until they whine or complain about something. Okay, so when you think about this, how do you add more if you can't really get get rid of the garbage? And he talked about the most valuable real estate in the world as a couple. We should be in the business of building, maintaining, and protecting each other's confidence. Mm -hmm. Not destroying each other's confidence. This is the most valuable real estate in the world. Now, I want you to think about that. We've got a lot of real estate people that watch us. There's valuable real estate out there. What makes it valuable? What it's close to? What it's in proximity to? Mm -hmm. The most valuable real estate you got in your mind is right here. So then, as a couple, the biggest things you got to do is have constant growth and staying committed to doing things that scare you. Right. Unpack that one a little bit because that's one of yours. Um, well, I feel like doing things that challenge you and scare you are the things that make you grow. Yeah. Um, so uh, we're both committed to doing things 
that scare us. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Except as jump as out of an airplane. Right. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's uncomfortable, but that's where growth happens. It's when you get uncomfortable. So. Typically exposure to other people. Typically when you get yourself out of your environment. Typically when you read or study something new. Listen, for a long time, Natalie was not involved in the personal development movement. She wasn't involved in reading books. <clears throat> and when she came to me this year and said, I want for, for one of my Christmas gifts that showed up. This one showed up early. Three of her Christmas gifts showed up three days after Christmas, by the way. I admit it. But one of the things That's she whole but one of the things she wanted was Lori Harder's Find Your Bliss 12-week program. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "That's good. Now you're expanding. Now you're committed to doing things. Now you're committed to your growth. Now you got your own interest." So, one of the things he talks about is were, were distractions. Mm-hmm. What distracts you? Know who or what they are and what you can do to change them. Here, let me give you some uh, drama. Anything yep. that pulls you away from your dominant focus is a distraction. Right. Anything that pulls you away from where you're going is a distraction. Let me tell you, there's so many distractions with couples. Okay, just listen to their language. Listen to what they say. Whining about this. My my husband's not doing this. Well, my wife's not doing this. Well, you ought to do this. There's all this noise. There's even some theories out there that say that all conflict that happens typically happens because a third party's involved in it. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of conflict here. Right. There's conflict when you go over there and talk to them right. and they plant that seed of conflict in your brain. Right. So when it comes to distraction, uh, one of the things he said before we take a break is an ally tells you the truth, a friend to tell you what you want to hear. Right. An ally tells you the truth, a friend to tell you what you need to hear. And I remember at the retreat he was going around asking, do you have an ally or do you have a friend? Right. Is this a person that's got your back or doesn't have your back? Right. Because true friends, true allies will tell you the truth even when you don't want to hear it. Now, mm-hmm. these are all principles of becoming a relentless couple together. But I think it has a lot to do with the ambition of the couple. It has a lot to do with the drive. And let me say this before we go to break, the motive mm-hmm. of the couple. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go for power just for power's sake. Right. Okay? Like like Frank Underwood and Claire Underwood on <laughs> On House of Cards. You you want to go to be powerful because power is a means or source for supply and energy. Right. And you want to help a lot of people. You want to write your own books to help a lot of people. You want to have your own podcast to help a lot of people. Not for right. the power associated with it. Unless you're looking at power as a source for supply and energy to other people. I'm Coach Michael Burt. Natalie Burt, when we come back, we're going to talk about fuel and how to use the negative things in your past to really do something big in your future. You're watching a podcast, Living with a Monster. Listen, and if you're not downloading this on iTunes, listening to it, if you're not watching it on YouTube, this is great to go home and share with your significant other on how to be a relentless couple. All right, we're here at the Greatness Factory. This is a unique destination location that I have built and created with the help of my wife, Natalie Burt. A place of energy, a place of circulation. It's open. It's It's got huge windows because I believe in manufactured greatness. I believe you can take people from all walks of life, all socioeconomic backgrounds, and if you put them in the right system with the right coaching at the right place, they're going to produce at a higher frequency. They're going to perform at all new level. Those that have a coach out earn those that don't three to one. Train people always outperform untrained people. So come to the Greatness Factory. Check out the energy. Sit in on a class. Get involved in Monster Producer. Come to a one-day intensive. But know this. Trained people at the Greatness Factory will always outperform untrained people in a static state. 
Welcome back to the podcast, Living with the Monster. This is based on Natalie's new book right here. If you haven't picked up this book, you got to pick it up. We also just did a retreat in Florida, in Seaside, Florida, at our house down there called Living with the Monster. Kevin Brown was down there with his lovely lady. And, um, man, it was just an incredible experience for all the people that went with us. John Muscott was down there, 25K member. I mean, it was just Cody Askins, Andrew Stone. Uh, and his wife. I mean, just a just a breakthrough experience. Really good, really good. We stuff. got to do more stuff like this, mm-hmm. man. We got to do more retreats. We got to do more conferences. We got to do more. Um, we got to do. We, we got to do. We got to do more things to help the couples. If yes. you're living with an obsessed person, then this book is for you. You, you got to pick this book up. Go to coachbird.com and and purchase it right now. Now we've been talking today. Coming off the Tim Grover retreat, relentless, incredible experience. How do you be a relentless couple? We talked about what do you value. We talked about mental evolution. We talked about distractions, getting people out of your phone that don't need to be there. We talked about as a couple. Now, one of the things he did on Saturday, which was an incredible exercise, was he went around the entire group and he had them talk about things in their past that nobody knew. The things that you don't want anybody to know. (laughs) Yeah, the things that you didn't write in the book. Yes. Because the person that helped you write the book wanted you to put them in the book. Yes. And you didn't want to put them in the book. Mm -hmm. Now, I would tell you, as I get older and more mature, the more vulnerable you can become, the more people open up to you. Because what was incredible about that exercise, now this is every person at the retreat standing up, sharing something about their past that very few people know. And it was very emotional. It was very emotional. It was very, very touching. Emotional. Here's what's interesting. When we were finished with that exercise, the interaction with people was so it strong. Changed. changed the dynamic. Well, changed the I consciousness of the this. group. At every single retreat that we have, there's a moment where the mm. group just clicks together. There's no walls. Everyone is open with each other. They bond. It's amazing. Now, we never know when that's going to be, but it happens every single time. And for this retreat, Saturday during this exercise is when that happened. And you could just feel the connection between the group Mm -hmm. after this happened. It just went to a whole new level. Yes. I mean, it was a new level of consciousness. Mm -hmm. And here's the deal. Everybody's got kryptonite. Everybody's got a past. Everybody's got something they don't want other people to know. That concept was big because he asked this question, what's in your closet? And when he went around the group, most people said clothes, shirts, shoes. One person said a clock. <laughs> what, 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 what he, but, but, but what he's really talking about is what do you have in your closet? Fear, anxiety. Mm-hmm. He talked a lot about controlled rage, which I thought was interesting. And the difference between rage and anger mm-hmm. and how to utilize this for the good, this dark side for the good. So when you're thinking about this with... Uh, your your couple and you're thinking about being a relentless couple what's in your closet is really 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 critical and how do you clean out your closet that's really really critical mm-hmm. well let's finish with this as a couple we talked about what fuels us, uh, what fuels us. Mm-hmm. and once you talk about because this is very important there's things that drain me completely drain me drain you mm-hmm. drain us and then there's things that fuel us and I think you want to play, just like you do in a sport, you want to be in your strength zone as a couple yes. where each one of you are in your unique ability area mm-hmm. and you're really producing at a very high frequency. So talk about things that fuel us that we may notes on. Um, I think-
think what fuels us as a couple is having an extraordinary life. And I think that word gets thrown around as extraordinary, or, but I mean, we want extraordinary. Um, that's the kind of life that we want. And that's so right. everything that we do revolves around that. Yeah. Um, also, we both value having a significant impact on people and hosting life-changing events. Yeah. Not and just, creating, oh, that was good, but something life-changing. Creating structures for people to experience mm-hmm. a life-changing event. It's the whole reason we purchased the lodge. It's the whole reason we're looking at greatness factories. It's the whole reason we have the mm-hmm. property in Florida. We're trying to create structures for people to exchange at a very high frequency. And at the end of the day, our goal is to change their life. Now, I want to go back to that extraordinary. I told Natalie one, one day when she was trying to make something work, trying to make <laughs> something fit, Mm-hmm. And I just said to her, look, you got to get around your mind that we're never going to live an ordinary life. Mm-hmm. We're going to live an extraordinary life, which means we're going to go to extraordinary places. We're going to do extraordinary things. When other people look at our life and our schedule, they're going to go, my goodness, what are they doing? It's not going to be normal. I don't want my wife, my, my wife being normal. I don't want my daughter being normal. I want to create something that's good. Because, because back to Tim Grover's point, and I'll close on this. Uh, Daniel Hodges is watching us. Got to have Angel Hodges with me all the way. Okay, complete honesty life. There we go. When you think about this concept, he said, why would you share your life if you only had one life with people that don't deserve to be in it? And I think we spend a lot of time with people that don't deserve to be in it. So I hope this show's been good to you. I think you should be a relentless couple. I think you need to get the book Living with the Monster. Get inside the monster while you're there, by the way. My little book that I wrote, <laughs> outshadowed by your book that well, you wrote. Well, I think it's good for both parties to read both books. That way you can understand the way a monster thinks and vice versa. Absolutely. Yeah. Listen, if you're living with an obsessed person or you are an obsessed person, you got to get the book. We're about to roll out the the, uh, the MP3 and the Audible of Inside the Mind of a Monster. I cut that a few weeks ago. Natalie's going to get in the studio pretty soon and bring her book out on Audible. Mm-hmm. Right? See how I just committed her live on Facebook? Yes. That's the way it works. Voluntold her. So I hope you enjoyed the show today. Go to iTunes and watch the show. Uh, download it. Watch it on YouTube. Make sure you get it. More importantly, sit down with your significant other and watch this show together on how to be a relentless couple. I'm Coach Michael Burt, and this is Natalie Burt. Hey guys, my new book, Inside the Mind of a Monster, is really high performance habits of some of the best people that I've coached. But more importantly, it gives you a step-by-step blueprint of how to be a monster producer, how to produce at the highest frequency, how to produce at the highest level. I'll walk you step-by-step how to explain the services, how to work the selling system, how to follow up, how to generate referrals, how to become a person of interest, ultimately how to build a monster enterprise. That's the purpose of the new book, Inside the Mind of a Monster, because I want to go inside the mind of the people who produce at the highest frequency, and I want to show you how to do it. You can pick up a copy of that book at CoachBert.com. 